This is Trish McGregor with your Star Power Astrology Forecast for January 2024. Thank you for joining me. It's a big month that features a major tra- uh, transit. On the 20th, Pluto will enter Aquarius at 7.50 p.m. Eastern Time and 4.50 p.m. Pacific. Pluto hasn't been in that sign in 248 years, not since 1777 through 1798. Most of the Revolutionary War took place when Pluto was in Aquarius. It was a time when people around the globe rebelled against unfair regimes under which they lived. The French Revolution overthrew the country's anarchy. During Pluto's 15-year transit through Capricorn, we saw a rise of big tech, big pharma, big government, a financial crisis, and the COVID pandemic. It was a time when global institutions set the policies for the world. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and we've seen how women have reacted in several state elections. The Republican Party continues to embrace repressive authoritarian policies and candidates, and it could prove to be their downfall during Pluto's transit. That said, Pluto turns retrograde just like every other planet except the moon. It will be in Capricorn at the time of the election, but on Inauguration Day it will be in Aquarius. Until 2044, that will be the trend. Pluto moving like a snail through Aquarius, but retrograding back into Capricorn throughout those 20 years. As astrologer Michelle Perrin wrote in Wellen's 2024 Daily Planetary Guide, Pluto in Aquarius represents progress against tyranny, but it will also usher in its own cult-like, zealous authoritarianism. Think of the reign of terror that followed the French, the French Revolution. The period from September 5, 1793 to July 1794. I remember studying this period in high school history, but asked Google to refresh me on it. Apparently, a group of Parisian radicals petitioned the National Convention to place terror on the order of the day. As a result, by the time this reign ended, 17,000 people had officially been executed, and as many as 10,000 had died in prison or without trial. Here's what I find terrifying about that. Trump has promised that in his second term, he will go after his enemies. According to CNN, these promises include a purge of the federal workplace of anyone deemed disloyal, wielding the power of federal law enforcement against political enemies, a sweeping transformation of the federal government that would wield the executive branch's power in radical and unprecedented ways. Uh, Trump's plan includes asserting more White House control over the Justice Department, an institution the former president has said he would utilize to seek revenge on his critics, including former allies. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States, Joe Biden, Trump said, and the entire Biden crime family. Uh, this He said this in June after his arraignment in Florida. I will totally obliterate the deep state. During a recent interview with Univision, Trump took it a step further. If I happen to be president, I see somebody who's doing well and beating me badly. I will say, go down and indict them. But the question remains, will Americans elect a self-proclaimed autocrat and go the way of Argentina, Brazil, Poland, and too many other countries? On a personal level, if you have your natal chart, check to see where you have Aquarius. Uh, On the written version of this, I've given... Uh, a link where you can go to find out you can get your free birth chart. Okay, here are the dates this month. 
January 1st, Mercury turns direct in Sagittarius. On the 9th, there's a trine between the Sun in Capricorn and Uranus in Taurus. The 11th features a new moon in Capricorn, Pluto widely conjunct, Neptune in Pisces sextile. On the 12th, a trine between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter in Taurus. On the 15th, a sextile between the Sun in Capricorn and Neptune in Pisces. Then on the 20th, Pluto enters Aquarius. And on the 25th, there's a full moon in Leo, Jupiter and Taurus is square, and Pluto is widely opposed. So let's see how this <laughs> all falls out with each sign. Aries. You'll feel relief, Aries, when work returns direct in fellow fire sign Sag on January 1st. It will be in your ninth house, and that house governs lofty stuff. Your higher mind, worldview, spirituality, belief system. It also governs foreign travel, cultures, and people, higher education, and publishing. So any of these areas, or all of them, are now rejoicing that Mercury turned direct. The ninth features a trine between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. Your houses of income, second house, and career, the tenth. It looks as if your professional actions and decisions today result in a raise, bonus, or promotion with a higher salary. So act with awareness. The new moon in Capricorn, that second house on the 11th, brings a new income opportunities. At least one of them will speak to you deeply, and your spiritual beliefs and creativity will be a part of the intensity and why you selected. You enjoy another trine on the 12th, this one between Mars and Capricorn, your 10th, and Jupiter and Taurus, your second house. The energy here is like that on the 9th, but because Mars is involved, your intentions are focused and directed. Start manifesting. Also, with Jupiter in the mix, Jupiter expands whatever it touches. Then we come to the 20th, when Pluto enters Aquarius. It happens in your 11th house, network, friends, wishes, and dreams. That's the area that will be transformed over the next 20 years. On the 25th, there's a full, full moon at 5 degrees Leo. Jupiter and Taurus is square. Pluto is widely opposed. This one takes place in your 5th house, Creativity. With Jupiter square, you may take on more than you can realistically handle, but with Pluto opposed, you may decide so what and do it anyway. Taurus, keep in mind that Mercury turned retro in Capricorn in your ninth house on December 12th Pacific time and the 13th Eastern time. On January 1st, it turns direct in Sagittarius in your eighth house, a good way to start the new year. You may be obsessing about how much money your family spent over the holidays. Instead of doing that, Taurus, take a look at what <clears throat> what all you've experienced over the holidays, what that money brought you and your family in terms of reunion, fun, and togetherness. On the night, there's a great earth trine between the sun and Capricorn and Uranus in your sign. This connects your first and ninth houses. So, Taurus, it's an ideal to get out there and do whatever brings you joy and makes you laugh. If that's some sort of physical thing, biking, running, playing tennis, or something, then go do it. You may also want to plan a foreign trip. You hopefully bought your tickets before Mercury turned retro, and now the map is wide open and continues to beckon to you, whispering, me, I'm your choice. On the 11th, the new moon at 20 degrees Capricorn has Pluto widely conjunct and a sextile from Neptune in Pisces. You'll enjoy the day. New opportunities surface in your ninth ounce, and it's the kind of stuff that appeals to you. Foreign travel, people, cultures, taking or teaching workshops, engaging activities that feed your worldview and spirituality. The 20th brings Pluto entrance into Aquarius, discussed at the beginning of the forecast. 
it enters your career area. What's that mean? Rob asked me as I was writing this section. Since he's a Taurus with Taurus rising, his chart fits the solar charts I do for these forecasts, where you put the sun sign on the ascendant or rising, and that means Pluto will be transiting his career area. In 2020, during the pandemic, we started ghostwriting with Reezy, a British online site. The original idea with ghostwriting is that since you, the writer, don't get credit for the book, you should be paid a higher fee. That fee should then be determined by the difficulty of the project. Does the client have anything written? Do they just have an idea? Is the book fiction or nonfiction? How many words does the client want? With Pluto transiting Rob's 10th house, he's going uh, to much bigger money and may also make a name for himself in this weird slice of the publishing industry. Pluto is also going to form aspects to the other planets, but in terms of a solar forecast, this is great. For ghostwriting, Pluto will democratize it for him and for all Tauruses. On the 25th, the full moon at 5 degrees Leo as Jupiter square and Pluto widely opposed. Something in your home, family, or personal environment reaches a conclusion. You may decide to put your home on the market, retire, sell your home business. There's no telling with this one. Just go with the flow, Taurus, whatever that flow may be. Gemini. Mercury turns direct on January 1st in Sagittarius in your partnership area. Whatever miscommunications have been going on between you and a personal or business partner should diminish and then fade away. It's a good way to break in 2024. The ninth features a trine between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. This one connects your 8th and 12th houses. The solid Earth energy of this trine grounds your psyche in the real world. Time to get out and rejoice in your physicality. Get out of your own head. Go hug a tree, breathe in the scent of the air of snow or grass, depending on where you live. Run, play, and enjoy yourself. On the 11th, the new moon at 20 degrees Capricorn has Pluto widely conjunct, and Neptune and Pisces is sextile. This one brings in new income opportunities and shared income as a result of something you take on professionally. There may also be opportunities to delve into the paranormal in some way. You may receive an insurance or a credit card refund, a royalty or alimony check, whatever the source, you're pleased. The 12th features a triumph between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus. Nothing to dislike here. If, not, if nothing else, get out and do something you enjoy. Delve into your imagination. Let Jupiter expand your creativity through dreams, visions, and synchronicity. You're getting ready for Pluto's transit into Aquarius on the 20th. So then we enter the 20th when Pluto enters Aquarius. For the first week or month or so, keep a record of what you experience. Depending on where in the Gemini cycle you were born, Pluto will try in your sun sign at some point in its 20-year transit. Check your natal chart to see where the air sign falls. That's Aquarius, Gemini, Libra. The transformative impact of this transit is likely to be positive for you. The full moon in Leo on the 25th has Jupiter and Taurus square and Mars in your sign, likely sextile. In terms of communication, you may be daring completion on something, but Jupiter's expansive nature is urging you to be sure and, well, to take on more than you can realistically handle. Mars, however, asks you to talk it over with someone you trust. Cancer. On the first, Mercury turns direct in Sagittarius in your sixth house. That's good. Even though New Year's Day is usually a holiday, you're primed and ready for whatever work tosses your way tomorrow and the rest of the work week. On the ninth, there's a trine between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus, houses 7 and 11. 
you and your partner are ready to get out and have some fun or to dive into a creative project together or get together with friends and colleagues for a belated celebration of the new year. It will be sudden and spur of the moment. The new moon in Capricorn on the 11th has Pluto widely conjunct, Neptune and Pisces sextile, and looks like a beauty of new opportunities with partnerships. If you're single, you may not be for long. If you're looking for a business partner, you encounter the right person. Things flow your way today. All you have to do is select an opportunity and run with it. The 12th is another one of those good days when a triumph facilitates the exchange of energies. Mars and Capricorn, Jupiter and Taurus, your 7th and 11th houses once again. But this time, no sudden surprises, just expansion in terms of partnerships, business and personal, and how this collaboration expands your network, your brand. The 20th is, well, you know what, Pluto enters Aquarius and your 8th house. The 8th house governs the paranormal, life after death, reincarnation, and then the mundane stuff like your credit cards, your credit report and cards, royalties, mortgages, your partner's income. So that's where your your transformative stuff is going to come for the next 20 years. The full moon in Leo on the 25th falls in your second house of income. Jupiter and Taurus squares it. Mars and Gemini widely sextiles it. Something with your income may be delayed or get messed up. The Jupiter square makes it seem worse than it actually is. So don't go ballistic. Leo. On the 1st, Mercury turns direct and fellow fire sign Sagittarius in your 5th house. With this one, your muse is ready to rock and roll. After the retrograde, you're ready to get out and have some fun with family, friends, your partner, and your creativity. So get busy. The beautiful trine on the 9th is between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus, connecting your 6th and ninth houses. A positive surprise comes your way through work or a colleague to teach or take a workshop or to travel abroad. Go for it, though. This is something you may have wanted to do for some time. And with Mercury now in direct motion, you're in a perfect spot to take on the surprise and run with it. The new moon on the 11th is in Capricorn in your 6th house. Pluto is widely conjunct. Neptune and Pisces is sextile. New opportunities surface with new moons, and these will appear in your daily work area. You might get a promotion, take on a special assignment, and a raise definitely comes your way. Whatever this opportunity is, it may be a a game changer. The 12th brings another time, this one between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus. Once again, this triangle connects your 6th and ninth houses. Mars is your motivation, your forward movement, and Jupiter is all about luck and expansion and synchronicity. So it looks as if you're running with this new opportunity and Jupiter, Jupiter is expanding, very busy expanding, whatever you touch. On the 20th, Pluto enters Aquarius in your 7th house. This transit will transform your business and personal partnerships. Some people may fall away from your life, but the ones who remain are there for good and will be part of a 20-year transformation that occurs at a deep level. If you become a parent during this transit, your child will be part of a new generation that will seek to change the world. On the 25th, the full moon in your sign has Jupiter and Taurus square, and Mars and Gemini are widely sextile. Something you're trying to complete at work may go haywire. Jupiter will exaggerate whatever this is, so keep in mind it's not as bad as it seems. Deal with whatever it is quickly and calmly. Virgo, you'll be a happy camper on January 1st when Mercury 
ruler of your sign turns direct in Sagittarius in your fourth house, home, family, and personal environment. The chances of miscommunication are now greatly diminished. You'll love the earth sign trine on the ninth between Sun and Capricorn and your Mars and Taurus. This one links your fifth and ninth houses, so your creativity will be amped up to full throttle. There's a pleasant and unexpected surprise in store for you, too, perhaps connected to a trip abroad. The new moon in Capricorn on the 11th falls in your fifth house. Pluto is widely conjunct, and Neptune in Pisces is widely sextile. It looks as if you'll have opportunities surfacing in the creativity area, and your new business partner may not be just a one-time client. This job excites you. On the 12th, there's another Earth sign trine between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus. With Jupiter in the mix this time, your opportunities for projects that enable you to express yourself creative, creatively are expanding. Mars urges you to take on all of them, but you may want to <laughs> reconsider on that score. Then we come to the 20th, where Pluto enters Aquarius in your 6th house. This one spells a transformation in how you approach and carry out your daily work. Keep track of the changes in this area of your life. The transit lasts until 2044, with periodic retrogrades back into Capricorn. Check your natal chart to see where Aquarius falls. That house will be where Pluto is transiting, and where the greatest transformations will happen. On the 25th, the full moon Leo falls in your 12th house. Jupiter and Taurus squares it, and Mars and Gemini sextiles it. You may be trying to bring something to completion within yourself, an emotional roller coaster, a relationship, a particular belief. Jupiter exaggerates the whole thing until it seems out of whack. Mars in your career area encourages you to discuss it with a trusted colleague or friend. Libra. When Mercury turns direct in Sag on the 1st, you're ready to get, get out, be with other people, and it's the company that's important. You can now talk freely without being misunderstood. The trine on the ninth between the Sun and Capricorn and your house and Taurus links your 4th and 8th houses. A positive surprise is headed your way that concerns your family and personal environment and the resources you share with others, like with a partner, a child, or even a business partner. It's a good day to practice gratitude the new moon on, in Capricorn on the 11th has Pluto widely conjunct and Neptune in Pisces sextile. The new opportunities that surface in your personal environment within your family may stem from a colleague or boss. Maybe your adult child has been job hunting and your boss provides uh, something that opens doors. There's a nice camaraderie today. Enjoy it. Another Earth sign trine occurs on the 12th between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus, your fourth and eighth houses again. Jupiter's expanding your shared income. Uh, you may see, maybe a royalty check for the sales of book or product, or the insurance refund, or your partner lands a hefty raise. You'll like this one. Then we come to the 20th when Pluto enters Aquarius in your fifth house of creativity. But this house also governs children, romance, and what you do for fun and pleasure. Any or all of these areas will be transformed during this 20-year transit. Since Aquarius is a fellow air sign, the transformation should prove to be positive. You might discover you're pregnant or that you're going to become a grandparent or you decide to travel for a year and visit far-flung places. The full moon at Leo on the 25th falls in your 11th house. Jupiter and Taurus squares and Mars and Gemini sextiles it. The Jupiter square takes something that happens or that uh, someone says, a friend, colleague, someone in your network, 
and makes it seem even worse than it is rather than react wait a couple days to deal with it scorpio on january 1st when mercury turns direct in sagittarius in your income area it's a relief checks that have been delayed now arrive money issues straighten out so do travel issues in fact life straightens out on the ninth, you enjoy an Earth sign trine between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. This aspect facilitates the exchange of energy between your third and seventh houses. You and your partner, business or, or, or personal, enjoy solid, honest communication that may have been missing during the retrograde. A pleasant surprise is headed your way. On the twelfth, there's another trine to enjoy, an Earth signs compatible with your water sign. This one is between Mars and Capricorn and expansive Jupiter and Taurus, energetically connecting your third and seventh houses. Mars urges you to get motivated, get going, to move ahead with your communication projects, and your partner has expansive ideas on how to approach these projects. Pluto enters Aquarius on the 20th uh, in your fourth house. This is where your greatest transformation will occur between now and 2044. You may start a family, move, adopt children, change careers. Since the fourth house is about your personal environment, the possible areas of transformation are numerous. Keep a journal for a few weeks and jot down the changes you're experiencing. The full moon in Leo on the 25th uh, comes in your 10th house of career. Jupiter and Taurus squares it and Mars and Gemini sextiles it. Something you've undertaken in your professional life may be more than you can realistically handle. That said, it brings in new new income, so try to pace yourself. Sagittarius. On the first, you'll feel relieved when Mercury turns direct in your sign. Miscommunication, computer mishaps, travel snafus, it's all history until April 1st, when Mercury will turn retro again. Until then, Sag, move forward with confidence. Usually, the Earth sign trying on the 19th um, wouldn't thrill you, but this one is between the Sun and Capricorn, your second house of income, and Uranus and Taurus in your sixth house of daily work, and it's about money. It looks as if a task or responsibility you take on in your daily work pays off. A raise, bonus, promotion, maybe all of them. The new moon in the Capricorn on the 11th has Pluto widely conjunct in Neptune and Pisces sextile. New income opportunities surface, and it may be for stuff you can do remotely at home, or perhaps you get someone in your family or home life to help and bring that person on board. The twelfth brings another Earth sign trine between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus. You'll like this one too. Jupiter's expanding your daily work in a significant way, and Mars in your income area urges you to keep expanding, keep taking advantage of whatever you're doing. Just be careful that you don't take on more than you can handle. On the 20th, Pluto enters Aquarius in your third house. For the next 20 years, it will be moving back and forth between Cap Capricorn and Aquarius in this house, transforming how you think and communicate and learn. You'll plunge into topics that intrigue you and will communicate differently about what you discover. The way you learn will be transformed as well. You may discover that your political beliefs change and broaden. You may move to a neighborhood or area that suits you better, that really feels like home. Keep a journal. On the 25th, uh, there's a full moon in fellow fire sign Leo in your ninth house. Jupiter and Taurus squares it, and Mars and Gemini sextiles it. This moon will be uh, watching you completing plans for an overseas trip. Thanks to Jupiter, you may be trying to cram too much into each day from the trip, too many sights. So take a second look 
and see how you can whittle things down to keep the trip and the travel easier. Capricorn. You, like everyone else, will feel relieved when Mercury finally turns direct on the 1st in Sagittarius. No more miscommunication, no more computer snafus, no more bill mix-ups. Or at any rate, the pace of these things slow down. On the 9th, the trine between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus connects your 1st and 5th houses. It's an ideal day for diving into your creativity or spending time with your kids, or a novel thought getting out and doing something you deeply enjoy. All too often, we neglect doing this for ourselves. The 11th brings a new mind, a, a new moon in your sign, Capricorn, that has Pluto widely conjunct and Neptune in Pisces sextile. New opportunities surface in your personal life that delight you. Select your opportunity after checking it out. It may be a new communication project of some kind. Ghostwriting, writing a novel, a screenplay, teaching or taking a workshop or course. The 12th brings another trine. This one is between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus. It's another perfect day to delve into your creativity. And today, Jupiter expands whatever it touches. So regardless of what your creative outlet is, know that whatever you do turns to gold. Pluto enters Aquarius on January 20th. This transit occurs in your second house of income and will transform the way you earn money and the values uh, with which you perceive the world and live within it. If you have a copy of your birth chart, look for the exact location of Aquarius and also the signs of Gemini and Libra. At some point in Pluto's 20-year transit, it will try in the houses with those signs. On the 25th, the full moon in Leo falls in your 8th house, shared income. Jupiter and Taurus is square, and Mars and Gemini is widely sextile. There may be a mix-up with your bank accounts or those of your partner, or if you're expect expecting a rebate from somewhere, it may be delayed. However this plays out, the Jupiter square makes things seem worse than they actually are. Aquarius. On the 1st, Mercury turns direct in Sagittarius, ending three weeks of aggravation with miscommunication, computer glitches, and whatever else has been going wrong. The next retro won't be until April 1st. On the 9th, there's a trine between the Sun and Capricorn in your 12th house and Uranus and Taurus in your 4th. It looks as if you got a pleasant surprise coming that concerns your home, family, life, and personal environment. It's a great day to spend with family and loved ones. Have some fun. The new moon in Capricorn on the 11th occurs near 12th house. Pluto is widely conjunct, and Neptune in Pisces is sextile. New opportunities surface behind the scenes, out of sight. You may find a new therapist, land a gig as a producer, or hired for a ghostwriting project. The idea here is that the opportunity isn't public. The trine on the 12th is between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus, houses 12 and 4 again. But with Mars the motivator and expansive Jupiter involved this time, the exchange of energy is exciting. You may decide, for instance, to put your home on the market because you found an area or a neighborhood you like. You or one of your kids may announce a pregnancy. Then we come to the 20th, when Pluto enters your, your sign. No predicting what kind of transformation this will bring to your personal life. You may want to set your intentions about what you would like to change in your life. Meditate on it. If you have a copy of your idle chart, find the house where the sun is. That's the specific area where change will occur. The full moon in Leo on the 25th occurs near 7th house of partnerships. Jupiter squares it. Mars and Gemini is widely sextile. In a business partnership, you may take on more than you can realistically handle. 
but you'll know that fairly quickly and we'll be quite verbal about it. Pisces. On the first, Mercury turns direct in Sagittarius in your career area. You don't really care where it turns direct as long as it does. No more snafus until April 1st when Mercury turns retro again. On the ninth, there's a triumph between the Sun and Capricorn and Uranus and Taurus. This one connects your 11th and 3rd houses, so it's an ideal day to touch base with your network of colleagues and friends. Send a newsletter, something upbeat and chatty. Talk about the network's goals for 2024. The new moon in Capricorn on the 11th occurs near 11th house. Pluto is widely conjunct. Neptune in Pisces is sextile. New opportunities surface with your network that may help you realize a dream, a deep wish you've had for some time. There's a spiritual and psychic element to the day's events. In other words, almost like business as usual for you, Pisces. <clears throat> the trine on the 12th is between Mars and Capricorn and Jupiter and Taurus, connecting your 11th and 3rd houses again. With Jupiter involved, expansion is the name of the game, the game of the day. The expansion occurs in the way you communicate, what you have to say, and where your focus lies. If nothing else, get out and hang with friends and people who are upbeat and positive. When Pluto enters Aquarius on the 20th, it's the beginning of a transformative period for you. This tra transit happens in the 12th house of the personal unconscious and everything that happens out of sight behind the scenes. Your psyche changes, the things you value and care about change. Since this transit lasts for 20 years with periodic retros back into Capricorn, it's smart to keep a journal about things you experience and how your life is changing. The full moon in Leo on the 25th happens in your 6th house. Jupiter and Taurus squares it, Mars and Gemini is widely sextile to it. Whatever you're completing in your daily work routine may be happening too quickly because you took on more than you could reasonably handle. Mars and Chatty Gemini urges you to talk about it, write about it, discuss it with people you trust. Thanks for joining The Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical.